0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Batman's got some weird fetishes.
1: First of all. Batman's taking her from behind. (laughs) i fucking love sunshine and i love the beach hello it's me benjamin your sunshine into gotham and the baby brother
0: and i'm jake i'm the little brother i'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week on normal episodes of our show
2: And I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back into the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. We are three brothers who read Batman books in a continuity order and watch movies, TV shows, and just talk about the Dark Knight. Uh, This week we are doing Batman Catwoman number 11, our review of that, which just came out recently and is probably still available in your local comic shop. So go check that out. But I did make a beverage to go along with this, which mm-hmm. does nothing to do with the book. Oh. And apparently, neither of you guys are sports fans. Today is the Kentucky Derby Day. <gasps> oh, it is! This is a mint julep, and the <gasps> race starts at 5.45, so I would like to watch that for about five minutes if you're cool with it. But these are uh, mint juleps. The mint came from my backyard, which my wife grew. Oh. So, enjoy.
1: Cheers. That's good. This is the kind of drink that mm-hmm. I'm very happy it's in my mouth, but mm-hmm. I don't think I could drink a bunch of them. No,
2: they're not a drink a bunch of. They're a uh, sip. Have one on mm-hmm. Derby Day, and then you know, have one every once in a while.
0: Nice. But well, thank you. I'm the, only the only one angels. wearing a hat. Aren't you supposed to wear hats on Derby Day? Uh, you can.
1: I am wearing. Some people do. Extravagant beads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Aaron, I totally did know, but you said 540, and I was like, I don't know what the hell <laughs> I that don't is. Know. It's like <laughs> My coworker's doing a derby par- watching party. Yep. They're taking uh, the yeah. TV outside and having people nice. over and watching. Yeah, it sounds fun. Um, I was in Louisville once went around the time period, and oh, the yeah. town was nuts. Oh, I'm sure it
2: gets batshit crazy. <laughs> bat I've got a a friend I work with who's down, he's got family in Kentucky and he, I texted him this morning, happy, uh, we talk about whiskey and stuff, Mm -hmm. like happy uh, Derby whiskey day. And he sends me back some pictures of him in the house, holding the Holy grail of whiskeys. Which I guess he's got family down there that gets them. It's the twenty-three-year-old Pappy Van Winkle, <gasps> which is just insanity. If you can ever find your. Is hands that the
1: off. thing that I saw on the cruise? And yeah, Dad yeah. saw the, in the background of one of my cruise pictures uh-huh. and lost his mind. Yeah, that I was standing this two bottle, feet away.
2: <laughs> and then like my gut reaction is like, dude, you're holding this over the floor. If you drop that, the the amount of like. Homer going back into the bushes that I would have been doing (laughs) would have been like insane. I I, I, I wouldn't even want to hold the bottle. I'd be afraid to drop it.
1: But think about how good the house would smell for five minutes. (laughs) $5,000 worth of good smell.
0: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Anyway, so. Well,
1: nice drink. Thank you. Cheers cheers. to horses. I'm sure we can.
2: Horses. Horses. Yeah, Um, it's fun to watch.
1: So this book. Do we need to do a recap? Do we do a recap, or we just... We don't
2: really do a recap. It's the Bat Cat Eleven. If you're listening to this episode, make sure you've read Tom King's current run with back with Claymon as the art, and Ben is going to go on his Andrea Beaumont rant. So here I
1: have a different thing I need to talk about. First of all, I am a happily married man, and art is art. But what kind of thirst trap Riddler did we get in this book? (laughs) We got a Riddler that I was like, hello. hello, I'm about to go to Ireland and you are looking real nice. He like, there's a scene where Batman is chasing the Riddler in this book. I don't expect either of you to know what I'm talking about as you are heterosexual men, where he's like in an alleyway looking up at Batman, his shirts open. He's like got this chiseled ass jaw. And I said, oh yeah, Claymon, who gave you permission to make Edward Nigma thirsty as fuck? I'm like, <laughs> damn Edward. And that is my takeaway from this book. I have more, but that's I wanted to start with that. So the Riddler, let's talk about him. Uh, yeah, he has,
0: we haven't had much Riddler in the story so far. We had
1: old Riddler in the Christmas special mm-hmm. where oh, he's like yeah. got his yeah, in
2: the, robe open. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Selena's kind of helping him out and he's senile and wants to pull off his heist. And yeah. So I
1: like that we got Modern Time 1 uh-huh. to kind of show what he was and show an interaction with her. And she like quote unquote helps him hide from Batman and he hides in a dumpster and then she turns him into Batman, which I thought was funny.
2: Oh, that was really hilarious that he tries to hide and he's still talking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He can't shut up. He's like me. He He can't
2: shut up. No, he can't. It's pretty damn funny.
1: And we're both super sexy. So we're basically the same person. Did you
2: guys
0: get the feeling that she initially didn't plan on turning him in, but then he just annoyed her and she's like, Okay, he's in the dumpster. Hundred percent. Yeah, okay. That's I was hoping that was what it meant.
2: Okay, I, I, it's been a while since I've read this, but did she turn him in, or was she just standing there blocking, and he just didn't shut up, and it just became very obvious that he was in there?
0: No, because she goes, "Let uh, it's Christmas Eve, let's go back home. After he shows up, oh, she's like, oh no, the Riddler got away. Let's go back home, I have a Christmas present for you. And she's like, running her fingers down his chest. Oh. And then he's like, still mumbling over in the dumpster, he's like, she like, kind of rolls her eyes almost, and she's like, I got you two presents, actually. <laughs> It was kind of a, okay, well, if you're not going to shut up,
2: then here he is. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love Catwoman-Riddler interactions ever since uh, we read um, (laughs) When in Rome Rome together. When he wears her costume. Yeah. How was
1: that in canon? Like, what? I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, anytime, like,
0: just the fact, I don't know. uh, I know we have a lot to talk. Well, we have stuff to talk about with this series and this issue specifically. But this show that we've done for now three years plus has given me a love of Catwoman that I never expected to have for that character. Mm -hmm. Like I look Mm -hmm. forward to Catwoman showing up in any of our continuity books now. And I kind of do too. I
2: mean, I think she's she definitely has grown on me. Like my only real prior to this podcast experience with her was the 66 movie and show. (laughs) I didn't Yeah, I didn't really read much stuff that had Catwoman in it. First
1: of all, Michelle Pfeiffer and I take Well, okay, to well, that. all right, all right.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I guess in the- Halle the, Berry. The amazing Halle Berry movie, and yeah.
0: Well, just how different, like, if you were a Batman movie fan, your take on Catwoman is so different than what the comic book take has been and what they've done with that character in the pages of the comic books, I think. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer did a fantastic job. But that's a different Catwoman than is presented actually in the ongoing series, I think.
1: Agreed. Mm. Um I want to talk about another um another villain that pops up in here real quick. We got Ink who oh, is first a First Page, right? Yeah, who is a character that was introduced in the cartoon Batman Beyond, oh, okay. which is a cartoon that came on um Right after the Batman animated series ended, and it was a future Batman.
2: Is that who she's battling, Helena?
1: Yes, it's the the female supervillain that's like fluid. She looks like liquid ink. Like she, so, she it's the around.
0: animated series universe's future. Same voice actors, same everything that happened in the animated series. Hmm. This is was the past of the show. Bruce and is like
1: a mentor to a teenage Batman, and yes,
0: and so she's kind of their version of Clayface. She yes. has ink okay. powers. It's, it's black
1: goo, kind of venomish. She can like go under doors and shit because she's liquid. And... she should be awesome at Splatoon. <laughs> she would be awesome at Splatoon. It's so a fun game. I feel it's been a while
0: since we've had an animated series callback. Yes. And this did it again. You know, we had the Sewer King. And I, we had I gasped. Couple... Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. gasped. That's my first note. I was very excited. And I was like, "Whoa! I can't believe that."
1: I want to say she's in like. I'm guessing she's in like the second episode. She's in the first episode of the show that isn't like the introduction. If it's a multi-parter, I don't know. And maybe you can answer this. I know that Batman beyond has become a comic book where they're (laughs) like, where they're doing it more, not adult, but it's not animated. It's more like it could be a future Canon in some, one of these universes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Is she in that? Or was this just her, And them nodding back to the cartoon.
0: I didn't look that up. I don't know. I would imagine that she probably is. Because there's been like five different volumes of the Batman Beyond comic now. It's been Terry. It's been another person took on the Batman Beyond mantle. And so I would imagine that they've, or I would hope at least, that they've done something with that character. Aaron, I know we talk about the animated series a ton. And we suggest that you go watch a lot of it. The Batman Mm -hmm. Beyond series you may not enjoy quite as much. There are some really good episodes, but they did a made-for-TV movie. Oh yeah! Once you get into the world a little bit, and you kind of figure out, okay, like where is Barbara? Where is Dick? What happened to the Robins? Why you know when the mantle of the Bat stopped being Bruce's? What? How Mm -hmm. did the world change? Like the whole series for the first like season to two season. There's this gang running around, very much like in the Batman. There's a gang running around that um, loves and looks up to the Joker, and they're they're all dressed in different iterations of the Joker and Harley, and they're just called the Jokers. Nice. And so there is no Joker, and mm. they keep referencing that he's not around anymore. And they did a made-for-TV movie that is the Return of the Joker with okay. Mark Hamill's voice, and that you would love that movie.
1: He would love that movie. But you gotta kind yeah, of immerse yourself. Yeah,
0: you gotta kind of immerse yourself in the universe a little bit for the payoffs of the movie. I feel like so, you okay. could
1: watch the first episode or that first episode arc, however many episodes. Yeah, half it's a dozen
0: episodes, and I think you'd be on <laughs> board.
2: Yeah, but so it's Batman Beyond. huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, right. so that was super exciting. But boy, man, I want to talk a little negative about this book. I did not, like, we talked all the way up through last issue's review, like, how are they going to end this? How are they going to wrap everything up? Mm-hmm. And then you get this issue, and it's like, okay, we're wrapping everything up, guys. Here's 22 pages of tying up loose ends. Here's a bunch of fucking exposition. Like, we only have one more issue to do, so here it all is. And I'm like, well, fuck well, you guys. I'm we, so mad.
2: So Andrea and Phantasm obviously doesn't die in the house. She's basically fine. Some everybody's fine except the family, I guess. I don't know. Do they even say? It's not important. No, it's not important. So they like do the whole like this is what she tells her backstory, which I kind of like some of that. They recap the fan, the mask of the Phantasm movie. They recap some of that, but it it kind of just went straight into like what you're saying. Like let's recap
1: and let's wrap everything up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I agree with what you just said. I why. Does she have to want to be a mother? Where did that come from? Why is that part of her storyline? It felt very shoehorned. And we find out that the kid isn't hers. And so she's raising this kid and there's a really cool panel or a splash page that in some universe I would have gagged over. I would have been so excited to see the splash page of Andrea Beaumont maskless as the phantasm holding a baby. What? If you told me before this (laughs) mess started that I would get that, I would be so freaking excited. But then we've been reading all this. and I feel like she's a blip in this storyline. And then we get that splash page and I'm like, no her storyline isn't about a baby mm-hmm. it, it it didn't make any sense to me it felt very like well she's a woman so all we i might be jumping but it felt to me in the moment she's a woman all we can do is just give her a baby and she wants to have a family i get she lost her dad she lost bruce yada yada but she's putting a lot into this kid who's not hers and i don't really She lost
2: all her sundresses too
1: she, we never see her sorry yes she lost her sundresses. as i took the bait
0: um yeah i i really liked where the baby came from mm-hmm. what they did with the baby so that sounds like a very joker-esque thing oh to my steal God, the baby yeah. and
2: to try to manipulate
0: and to mess with her mm-hmm. like he he said so he she goes to hunt him down she's killing all the people after mask of phantasm she's at the in the fires of the world of tomorrow, she's ready to die. Mm-hmm. And, and take she Joker thought she process. was taking him with him. And then she hears him laugh. And she's like, Nope, I can't fucking die. I gotta come back. So she starts clearing the board of all of his people, and she finally gets up to killing the Joker. And this is this is you know backstory that she's given to Bruce and Selena. And she walks in and Joker's holding a baby. And he says something offhandedly to the baby before they start fighting that makes her think that this is Joker's fucking baby. And so, like, he's playing with her, Uh and he had this whole thing planned. And I love that sickness about the Joker. But that was not a. There wasn't enough of Andrea and her need to avenge her son or to find her son like we got that at the beginning of the story and it has been absent for the last eight it's issues mentioned
1: in like two of the 11 issues yeah mm-hmm. it's been
0: absent it her motivation hasn't She's been, been there. absent
1: yeah i'm agreeing with you Sorry. it wasn't it wasn't a payoff
0: like it just that creepiness uh and it, it did good for what they've done with the joker here but it did nothing for her storyline right. no i would agree like, yeah Her storyline was a post-it note on this series.
2: Yeah.
1: It was an idea that wasn't fleshed out.
2: No, and and she ends up at the end after she monologues and does all this, and she thought I was Joker's kid, and the mom's dead, and raised him as my own, and then we got to this house, and she then switches to the phantasm and says that her own angel of death awaits and stabs herself with the sight.
1: No, she didn't.
2: (laughs) So clearly we didn't see her (laughs) die on page. So she didn't die in the house. Did she die in here? Are we going to just be like, okay, that's the phantasm neat and package done. I'm
1: saying Tom King thinks that's what happened. And I'm saying Tom King is not writing my Andrea and I am not accepting that. That's trash.
0: I'm saying it's it's off panel enough that <laughs> they can bring her back as often as they want now, right? Like, mm-hmm. they can do what they want with her.
1: It just, it's that moment. If this book had been about her and we'd actually seen all the struggles and all the guilt of killing these people and this and that and the other. And we'd actually got to I could know deal, her. I could deal with it. I would be down. I would be down if we got to see her, but all we're getting is them telling us to reference this movie from 1992 or three or whatever. And it's like, I love her in that way, but I still need you, Tom King to do a little bit of work and give me something.
0: Yeah. But he didn't. I don't think that the time in this series has been wasted. Because I think it's been great for Bruce and Selina and Joker. Yes. I just think that her inclusion for such a character that we were very excited to have in comics for the first time, and for how well she was treat when, when she was hunting Joker's people in the beginning. I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, yeah, it's in the scary beginning of the series, she's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it just her story piddled out. And every, the rest of the was weighted with the other three, which is fine. It just doesn't feel like it was it, it, enough it, justice was some for her.
2: Disjoint stuff yeah. going on, and I think we've all kind of agree on that. And I don't have i i the thing I've heard about the last issue is that it's the wedding of Bat and Cat, uh... but I don't know how that's going to tie into everything else. I mean, we still have a few loose ends to tie up here. Well, I think
0: Andrea at the last page of the wedding will be standing there in the back watching it happen, right? Like, she's not dead, so...
1: Whether she's dead or not, I'm not... To me, this is the moment that I'm like, oh, it's Black Label, this meant nothing to me. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm being silly and dramatic. I I want the listeners, if they're still listening, to understand there are things about this book that I like. And I think that's why I'm frustrated, because Mm -hmm. if... I do think Tom King... Is very talented. And I think Clayman is very talented. I just, they're dicking around. Sorry if that's obnoxious for these people who are like currently creating these stories, but that's how I just felt like they had too many ideas. We did not need Helena in here oh, yeah. as one extra thing. Like she got the Andrea treatment. She's there. And I like some of those moments. And I liked, like you said, when Andrea's hunting and some of that stuff is good. I just, it's I, so split for 12 issues. I really
2: like the Helena in the uh, holiday or the special, like her growing up and then becoming like the Robin and then her going out for the first time. I thought that's how you treat that character. Like, don't bring her into this. Let's focus on, if we started with Bat and Cat and Joker and and Andrea, let's, let's see that through with like, something in each issue but there's a few issues where there weren't any andrea mentions at all yeah there's
1: an issue where it's literally just batman or it's like there's issues where batman's barely in this
0: right. which i was okay with but um,
1: <laughs> no well, i'd call podcast. it something other than batman catwoman but we've talked about that before i
0: think referencing helena i don't think that she had the same disservice that the phantasm did because there were a lot of interesting things done with her character and and this issue gave the duality of her character, where we've seen a lot of her father in her so far, and mm-hmm. even Selena calling on her. Now we get to see her be a lot more like her mother, and she's covering for her mother after learning the truths that they revealed in last issue, and covering for her mother to Dick Grayson, not only the commissioner, but the original Robin, the only other person that knows as much, if not more, than she does about this whole thing. She's lying and fighting with Dick to protect mm-hmm. Catwoman, her mother, the same way that her father would have or has throughout his life. Yeah, and I, I like that parts of it. I thought that was good, and I, I don't think Helena. I think Helena has a she's she's an unknown, right? She has all this future that we can tell stories with. But when you have a moment that you're capturing with the phantasm, and you're telling us that you're going to take what we already know about the phantasm and add to it, but you. Didn't add enough. Right, they didn't add enough. I'm going to read you a, a line from here,
2: Ben, and I want to get your thoughts on this.
1: <laughs> he, Listeners, he has a devilish grin.
2: That's the thing about robins. You can hit them with crowbars, stab them with swords, stop their hearts, shoot them with a bunch of drones, but damn it, they all come back.
1: I mean, that may or may not be accurate. We're not going <laughs> to spoil that for you, Aaron. <laughs>
2: Do all of those
1: things happen?
2: Catwoman said it right. I think it was it was when Selena and Helena were
1: having yeah. like a because some of them were very specific and some of them were vague. So I was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought that was a good line. Hint at things.
0: Oh, and Tom King does have some amazing writing. And He's it, so smart. Yeah, when just when Joker E-D-D. is <laughs> facing Phantasm, and like he just. He's just taunting her. He's like, well, what's the line? I don't know. The the one that I ended up writing down after he goes through all of them was, your waiter of death will take your order now. <laughs> I'm like, I would put that on a motherfucking t-shirt and only three people would know what it was at the Comic-Con. But those three people would know.
1: <laughs> and they would give you silent nods. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It would be amazing. So the, the big uh the big thing in here I, I think that we need to walk away with is uh Bruce Wayne dressed like Superman for the Halloween uh fair.
1: Oh yes. It's cute. He he dressed like Superman oh, I don't know if you're there yet. He's That's fine. he's dressed like Superman in something else. Oh is it um, written by Tom King. Oh okay. So it's a it's a reference to himself. Yeah, oh, okay. He's
0: referencing an earlier story where there is a double date to a state fair. And they swap outfits. And they swap outfits. Oh, okay. All and right. Lois and Selena
1: swap outfits. Oh, okay. Very nice. It's uh, a it's a good issue. It's like the only Tom King Batman I read before this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the that the throwback
0: so yeah, that was some really good Tom King Batman, but I love that the throwback is that that he kept doing it to take like Helena trick or treating and stuff. Like I think that's mm-hmm. adorable. So Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That, those, there were some good parts
2: in here although yeah. you know I don't know if we're ready for recommendations or reviews on this but
1: let me ask you something what do you think of this Say
2: it's right. that was it's terrible right. horrendous I'm offended it's I'm appalled all right. that was awesome all right. Whoa, yes. All right. yes
1: yes no
2: I've all along said that I was going to wait until it's over, and that's coming in June, I believe, the last issue comes out. So I will hold off on my final reviews. I'm not holding as much optimism in how this is going to wrap up as I was a few issues ago. Um, I did like aspects of this. I thought some of Andrea's stuff was really good. I, I did think that it just was... It was very disjointed. I didn't think it flew or flew like the flow wasn't there throughout the series. And like we've said, you know, we're missing different components and I don't know, you know, we're trying to wrap everything up in two issues and there's a lot of like, just let's tie things together real quick. And, you know, I'm curious to see how it ends.
0: You know, I'm not sure. Not sure. So I a hundred percent agree. I, I, I am interested in seeing and reading the last issue. I am more interested in getting my hands on the trade and reading it straight through because it is definitely mm-hmm. my preferred way to read comics now and it was definitely written as a 12 issue arc and so reading it I I think it is going to all this It is hard to say because we have one more issue, but I think the story is always going to feel disjointed with the change in artist for three issues, Mm -hmm. the the fact that it's multiple timelines jumping all around, and then not thinking that issue... This is 11. So, yeah, issue 10. Issue 10 didn't really feel like the climax battle issue, and then this gave us the wrap-up exposition, and I was caught off guard by that. And so that... That fed a lot of my negative feelings for this issue was I was thinking this was going to be the action-packed, everything is going to start rolling, Mm -hmm. break speed, breakneck speed, and was excited for that. I wasn't ready for, okay, well, here's everything that, uh, here's all the backstory, here's how we're going to tie everything up, and then, you know, and then you have one more issue. I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck is the next issue going to be?
1: Yeah. To ben. me, it's an elseworlds. I will own up to the fact that I came in wanting a very specific thing, and not just talking about sundresses. But um, I do feel like, though, with this character Andrea, who has been in the limbo of will anyone ever use her in a real comic book? Right. I. I. I deserved something Uh, the the (laughs) readers no the the people the fans of it like you why do it if you're not going to do it well Mm -hmm. and so to me this is an elseworlds that has some really cool moments it deals with batman joker catwoman really well the art is good minus three issues Uh, y'all know how i feel about this i'm gonna read the last one and then i'm glad that we're done with it
0: yeah and you know maybe maybe this is a gateway Maybe that's a gateway drug for her to be utilized more often.
1: Yeah, but now when I hear that she's going to be in something else, I'm not going to buy it because be... I'm annoyed. And so yeah. I will wait to see if I need to read it or if you make us read it. But I'm not yeah. going to be excited because now you can only bring her in for the first time once. Yeah. And they fucked True. it up. That's fair. So Fair.
0: Perhaps the last issue will just be on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be mending... In a one-piece swimsuit because she has a big gash in her <laughs> stomach now. <laughs> that would be fine.
1: Don't scarf. Don't uh, shame scars. <laughs> no, it's just bandages. It's true. It's ah, true. Okay. All so, right. So uh, what's next,
0: Jake? Well, um, if you guys are reading along with us, I believe this is landing somewhere around the JLA New World Order. Uh, if you've read that one, uh, the book after that will be The Final Night, Trade Paperback. So wherever this comes Tomorrow? out. great. Yeah. Catch up with us, uh, read along, and we will be covering the final issue of Batcat whenever it does release. You said June? I believe it was June sometime, yeah.
1: And yeah. we will have opinions one way or oh another. Oh, yeah, yes, so we
0: will have opinions, yes.
1: All right, for the Brotherhood of Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine in Gotham, and my brain is always on a beach, unlike this book. Great. I'm Jake, middle brother. Oh, what do we learn? Is that a thing? Do we do that for this? We, we do. do it. God fucking Dermot. <laughs> Dermot. Dermot! It's that time again.
2: Did you do another one of our cute little skits? No. It's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we
1: turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. it to crap.
2: <laughs> Aaron, what did we learn? Well, I am not accepting that. It's trash.
1: <laughs> I would wear that on a t-shirt. That's her. That's her. That's her.
2: For the brother of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.
1: Bye. I already went. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am the knight.
1: A